Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I am here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, and like always, you can watch us on YouTube, or you can listen to us at ChrisAnnHall.com. We're on iTunes, Google Music Play, Jesus Pie. We're in lots of places, so there's no reason to, to miss the Daily Journal and your daily dose of news the way it's supposed to be given to you by Constitution, Fact, History, Principle, and Not Agenda. J.C., I've got a really uh, special announcement to make today. Oh, yeah? Yes. We are this weekend welcoming a brand new show, uh, a brand new station carrying the Chris Ann Hall show. Cool. We are welcoming to the Liberty First Brigade KHNC 1360 AM, the heart of northern Colorado, broadcasting out of Johnstown, Denver, Colorado. Uh, you can uh, find us at 1360khnc.com, and uh, we're just we're excited to bring them on into the Liberty First Brigade. Yeah, it's awesome. Denver, we're actually totally going. Awesome. We're actually going to be in the Denver, Colorado area, and in the state of Colorado in this month of March. Mm. So at the end, so we're really excited because the KHNC people will be will be teaching right out right practically on their back porch. They're going to welcome us into the family officially right there in Colorado. Isn't that where you you have some of your favorite wings? <laughs> Denver, Colorado. My my favorite duck wings, mm. by the way. Duck wings at a restaurant called Root Down there in Colorado. I, I've never actually eaten them outside the Denver airport, but when I'm in the Denver airport and, and it's the right time of the day, I am making a beeline to Root Down to get those duck wings. And they're not a sponsor. That's just... They are not a sponsor. Just like it. Just, just good, good cool. stuff. Welcome, Colorado listeners. Welcome, Colorado to the Liberty First Brigade. Yay, we need to have those little things where you clap and cheer and those little sound bite things. <laughs> well, I'm very excited uh, to to be in the Denver, Colorado area. You know, the, the battle for liberty is something that has to take place on the local level because uh, while the American people are so focused on Mueller, focused on Trump, focused on what's going on in Washington, D.C., our rights are being eroded right underneath our feet in our own yards, in our own homes, through uh, local local government out of control. 
And I want to talk to you about what's something that's happening in Florida so that you can be prepared to deal with it when it happens at your home. This is a huge, huge teaching lesson about why uh, why governments ought to be operating with the focus of liberty on their minds, not the focus of special interest groups and political party consideration, right? So when you're trying to figure out how the government is supposed to work, you're not supposed to be looking at it and saying, well, the Republicans here and the Democrats here, so we need to put government and the Republicans in control over here because, you know, we want the Republicans in control. No, we got to be thinking about this government on the long-term basis. You know, JC, when I teach the legislators, I always tell them the best piece of advice that I can give you before you pass a piece of legislation, obviously, is to read it because, you know, sometimes yeah. they... They don't even do that. It's a good start. Good point. start. Read, actually read the legislation and envision in your mind the worst person, the most evil person that you can imagine exercising that power. If you can imagine the worst person exercising that power and you don't want them to have that kind of power, then you cannot pass that bill. You can't vote in favor of a bill unless you can imagine and, and be okay with the most evil person exercising that kind of power. Now, I think the, the, te the temptation might be, J.C., for somebody to say, well, then nobody would ever pass any bills. Good. Good. That's exactly how limited government is supposed to be. The degree of limited is don't, do any, don't have any power that a wicked, evil person can, can actually abuse. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I just... I just saw an ad, I think for Jacksonville mayor or something. It was like the police, uh, which was weird to me, the police getting together to make a campaign ad. But the police were making some ad. And one of the things they said, that the candidate that they opposed, she didn't, she didn't propose one single public safety bill or didn't sponsor one single public <laughs> safety bill. And I thought... Wait a minute. That's the base. That's what qualifies that's a person a bad that, thing? that they pass a bunch of legislation. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, yeah, so it it is that is kind of a mindset. You know, when you when you said then don't pass it. Oh mm -hmm. well, good. They don't pass anything. That's good. So the less, yeah. I mean, from the standpoint of liberty, it seems the less legislation these bodies pass, then the freer we are, the better off we are. Absolutely. But some people judge it as you know to be. Uh, to be a decent legislator, you got to pass a bunch of laws, sponsor a bunch of bills, try to get a bunch of stuff passed. That's usually <laughs> that's usually when things are going badly. Yeah, absolutely, because more government legislation equates to more power and control by government. Yeah, so less is more. More power and control by government always is a direct and equal reaction in the opposite for liberty. More government, less liberty. Yeah, I would. If it was my question. It would be like, you know, did you did you pass legislation? No. Sponsor some? No. Did you stand against legislation? Yes. Right? Not not passing legislation, but fighting to keep right. legislation out. The smaller the more, government, the better. Yeah, that right? seems a better qualification to me. And even when you think about it, the more government, less government, there we have greater latitude for more government at home than we do further away. So... On the local level, you can expect more legislation where you should be expecting less legislation on the federal level, and we've got the exact opposite view on government. But when you tell these legislat legislators, 
you know, you're going to pass this power on to the opposition when they're in power. When what do you think power. they're going to do with it? And that's kind of where we're at in Florida now with our uh, right to keep and bear arms being targeted, which we predicted. Right. Well, let's let's set up the backstory for everybody. So um, conceal and carry permits in Florida. Now, you guys know I have to set this out there because some people are like, Chrisanne didn't even say this. The concealing, getting a permit to keep a firearm is not liberty. Once you have to ask permission from the government whether you can keep and bear arms, you no longer have a right to keep and bear arms. You have a permission from government to keep and bear arms. And the very situation that JC and I are going to be telling you about today is the proof of the veracity of that principle. Well, there's one of those language things again where we, we say permit, like mm-hmm. we squish the word, kind of shorten it. And so we don't say, I'm going to get permission from the government. Right. We say, I'm going to get a permit. And nobody right. nobody makes that connection. You're getting permission. I'm getting permission from the government. You're getting so permission. So instead of calling it a permission, we call it a permit, and it kind of hides that idea. And so where we, when I teach about the right to keep and bear arms uh, on the road and, and through Liberty First University, I'm always showing people the reason that our founders codified the right to keep and bear arms was so that we could control government when it got out of control. So we have, we have, we have, actually set up a system where we get permission from the government to keep and bear arms when they're the reason that we keep and bear arms. So right. we're undoing our own, our own self-preservation and our own protection. And so the background is the, we, Florida is not a constitutional carry state. You have to have a permission permit from the government to conce- carry a concealed weapon. And it used to be uh, issued by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. It previously, was un- it was under the Department of State, and then right. FDLE carried out the right. checks and all that. So stuff. it was under the Department of State, and then the Florida Department of Law Enforcement conducted all the checks and ensured that the uh, permits were issued according to the rules. Well, not too long ago, a certain gun lobbying group. NRA. I'm just going to say it because we're in Florida and I've been face to face with this nonsense. So a lifelong Democrat, now president of the Florida NRA, Marion Hammer. That's what you mean to say. So when Marion Hammer decided... Marion, who, who, by the way, has an unholy control over our legislature. When she says jump. The Florida the GOP says how high. Right, exactly. So this she former said, Democrat. So Marion Hammer said um, that people should have to get permission from the Department of Agriculture instead of the Department of State to, yeah, so to exercise the NRA, their right. The, the leader of the NRA in Florida, Marion Hammer, said, no, it's not the bad that you have to get permission. It's just bad where you get permission from. And the reason was because our guy is, is in there. Right. Basically, well, the argument was she the public argument was from Marion Hammer and the Florida NRA, the uh, uh, having law enforcement issue your permit is what they called a slippery slope. Because law enforcement's not elected. And she said the mm-hmm. commissioner of agriculture is elected. He should have to answer at the ballot box. I wonder if Marion Hammer, because prior to the Department of State handling this, 
the permits were actually issued county by county by the sheriff. Right. So I wonder if Marianne Hammer f- doesn't realize that the sheriff is also an el- elected, also elected person. Right. I mean, it's just an interesting thing. So the accountability under the hands of the sheriff makes more sense because the sheriff is very directly elected. And if Correct. the sheriff becomes this slippery slope of ty- tyranny on issuing permits, it's a whole lot easier to replace your sheriff with somebody who's constitutionally minded than someone in the Department of State or the co- agricult- the commissioner of agriculture. And when the sheriff, it doesn't have to be the ballot box. I mean, you're right there. That guy's in your neighborhood every right. day. You're going to let him know right now. So the NRA fought to move the whole process. And when we get back, we'll talk about why and how that happened. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. If you want to know about your right to keep and bear arms as a fundamental natural right, don't forget to go to libertyfirstuniversity.com. Connect with our curriculum there. Check it out. You won't find this kind of training anywhere else. I am an attorney, but I bring this to you in a way that it's not legalese, not based on the Supreme Court, but based on the people who wrote and ratified the Constitution, the only true source about where our information should come from. And it's not based on federal supremacy, which declares that there is no such thing as sovereign states. Or judicial supremacy that says that and anything is legal if the Supreme Court says so, and nothing is illegal until they do. Yeah, so right? there, there are other plenty, plenty of other prominent, popular places you can go to get that kind of constitutional training. Yeah, <laughs> the, the federal government expanding constitutional training from people who call themselves constitutionalists. Yeah. So we don't do that. We are truly a constitutional education center strictly on the limited nature of the federal government and the remaining sovereignty of but the But we states. hear that where you go. Why, sh- why, should I, why should I do this, Chrisanne? Because so-and-so is teaching the same thing you teach. This place teaches the same thing you, <laughs> you teach. They'll email courses all over America and for free. free. Uh, yeah, I took those free courses as well. And that's when I found out something I didn't know that they taught because they're so popular and promoted by, you know, these different places popular and promoted by all the conservatives. I had no idea that they had a professor on there saying that the states didn't ratify the Constitution and the states aren't sovereign. I had no idea that they they I were teaching that the Supreme Court, whatever the Supreme Court says, that's it. End of story. I didn't know they were teaching that. But, yeah, they, they teach all over the place. They're popular, and it's free. Go for it. But if you want real training that doesn't follow the same stuff that's destroyed our republic for the last 200 years, uh, I recommend Liberty First University. Thank you for that raving endorsement. You're welcome. <laughs> but do From check somebody out, but, who's but you compared, should, right? You should check out those other courses mm-hmm. that they send you for free to verify what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about... Um, uh, you know, the, and, and J.C., the, the, that's really what we're talking about today. The fact that America has been trained for decades that everything happens at the federal level, we have become completely inattentive to what's happening at the local level. 
So we had our this last election, and it was the big fight down in um, Broward and well, Palm Beach County. Let's not County. get ahead of ourselves. We gotta get we gotta get there. So the we're talking about conceal and carry permits here in Florida, which used to be handled under the Department of State. Then the NRA uh, had the legislators move. It's just bizarre to say that out loud. The NRA, a private corporate lobbying group had our Florida legislators move the conceal and carry permit process from the Department of State to the Commissioner of Agriculture. And it actually says that, and I mean, I'm, I did the research for this. I'm reading the articles on this. It says that um, the, the NRA had the Florida lawmakers quietly move the Division of Licensing, which handles concealed weapons permit program, from the Department of State to the state's Department of Agriculture in 2002. There are so many things wrong with that statement, JC. Yeah, I, let me tell you number one thing's wrong is NRA, okay? The Tampa Bay Times writes this. Now, mm -hmm. most of the people there, they don't like guns, and they like to target the NRA, so they will say NRA. Okay, in Florida, that's one person. Marion, when you see NRA, those initials stand for Marion Hammer, period. From and you beginning know this from personal experience. That is the NRA. So when you hear, when you see any of these liberal fish wraps write about it from Florida about what the NRA did in the Florida legislature, read that as one single human being, Marion Hammer, period. I've been there. She dictates it. She says it. And that's it. And they do what she says, period. I don't care what it is. And so, you know, she's been there for, four, I think, now 40 years. Lifelong Democrat, I think recently Republican. And, and she, she says it. So all of this, these ideas. So one person comes up with this idea. This is a good idea. So you got this one person running all of this. And she talks like she speaks for every gun owner. She speaks for every NRA member. Because she, she'll go, we, the gun owners, we, the NRA. No, nobody's saying this but her. She writes it. She tells them to pass it. They amended it onto a bill. And they moved it to the Department of Agriculture. So I don't, maybe it sounds like I'm being nitpicky. But I'm telling you, this is this is demonstration of how special interest works. One person, one single person in the state of Florida dictates how you enjoy your right to keep and bear arms. And she doesn't even believe it's a right. As arrogant men tear up our constitution and from every can learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris N. Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Don't forget to go to chrisannhall.com and get your Liberty First gear. Don't just pontificate. You have to educate. Why don't you wear liberty? Wear the liberty first message so that you can bring to your people in your community the truth about liberty. Uh, and, and we'll help you break the ice with the T-shirts, phone covers, coffee mugs, hoodies, whatever it is that you want right there at chrisannhall.com. Now, Marion Hammer secretly quietly has the Florida legislature move the um, 
concealing the, the entire licensing department. Yeah. From the Department to of State Ag department. to the co- to the Department of uh, the Commissioner of Agriculture, the Department of Agriculture, and and the whole thing is because the of the Republican that is there, uh, Adam Putnam. Now, Adam Putnam is is a rhino, and he's no longer in government. He ran at this point in time. He ran for uh, when he he finished being the Commissioner of Agriculture. He ran just recently against Ron DeSantis for governor, and the people did not choose him to be governor, but he's like a bad penny. He'll keep popping up because he's, he gives a really good speech, and he knows how to say George Washington and Alexander Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson, so y- you rest assured we're going to see him again. So the entire motivation for this move is simply because we want this department ha- led by this particular Republican to be issuing the conceal and carry permits, period. And you can say, well, that sounds ridiculous, Chrisanne. Obviously, that's not the case. Because if that were the case, surely people aren't that short-sighted. They would realize that Adam Putnam wouldn't be the commissioner of agriculture forever. They didn't move it to his hands. They moved it to the commissioner of agriculture. Really, you think so? Well, that's not the end of the story. And the end of the story proves this to be true. I think, by the way, I think Adam Putnam was was uh, de-whitifying the Department of Agriculture. That's why he left to run for something else. Because remember, he remember this is the yeah. same Adam Putnam who stood up at Florida A and M and gave a speech and said the Department of Agriculture is too white. It's too and, and white, he, and he uh, he's going to fix that. So yeah. I guess he because he's pretty white, redhead, you know, really white guy. So I yeah. guess he left because right. it's too white. So he was trying to make it less white. Right. Right. Good so, conservative. Conservative Republican. Yeah. All right. So now Panderer. in this last election, we now have a Democrat in the Department of Agriculture. Now, this was a really contested. Remember all of the drama for those of you in the rest of the country. Remember, there's a big drama about Broward County and the counting of the ballots and yep. with the governor. Well, that also included the commissioner of agriculture. Right. So those two offices were offices we're, that we're were trending Democrat. We're trending Democrat. Or allegedly going Democrat. Well, allegedly going Democrat, and the uh, ballot they were they were screaming voter fraud, ballot fraud, whatever from Broward County. Well, it turns out that they went down to contest the governor. They went down to contest Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. votes and uh, Rick Scott. Right. And so then those. Uh, allegedly went back to where they were supposed to be, went back to Republican. The strange thing is nobody appeared to contest the agricultural agriculture race and then the Democrat won. So Right, so the Democrat the votes got extra votes. The Democrat and the Commissioner of Agriculture actually got m- more votes in the recount. So we got more b- votes for the Republican in the governor's office, and then at the recount we got more votes for the Democrat yeah. and the Commissioner of Agriculture. Right, so we are that, – That's the, so the implication is we go down to Broward and Palm Beach, and mm-hmm. we're counting those votes. Mm-hmm. And the same people who voted for the Democrat to be commissioner of agriculture, we are led to believe voted Republican for the, for governor. the governor. Or the those who have voted for governor for Republican voted Democrat for commissioner of agriculture. Right. Okay? You do the math on right. it. Right. So here's my, my theory, my 
conspiracy theory which is you that, have no evidence which to support i have no evidence whatsoever. to support other other than the idea that the same people that would vote for a republican governor would somehow vote for a democrat commissioner of agriculture you right think somebody this smells like somebody cut a deal somebody cut a deal we'll, we'll, gi- let, we'll give you the governorship we'll let you be the governor you let us keep the ag commission you let us keep the ag commission yeah but then most people don't realize that in a place like florida where agriculture has is is a billion dollar industry the commissioner of agriculture is actually one of the most powerful offices and to be clear that's not an accusation that's no. that's a theory no it's a theory it's not an accusation it's just a theory i didn't name anybody so i didn't commit any libel yeah i'm just no, saying libel. i'm just saying it's not we're don't we're not saying we have evidence of this but all right so now here sure we are seems odd where we're building and guess this what now. happened we're gonna run out of time i gotta keep going we're building this we're building this background for you now remember marion hammer aka the florida uh NRA. nra fought in 2002 to secretly and quietly meaning we're not going to let the people in on this move the uh, licensing division from the Department of State to the Department of Agriculture because we have a good establishment Republican there. And now that we have a Democrat there, guess what's happening? Now the NRA is readying for a fight to move, once again, the licensing commission from the Department of Agriculture, this time to the chief financial officer. Oh, my goodness. Not even back to the Department not of State. Not even back to the Department of State. Not now to we're the gonna, sheriffs. Not to the sheriffs. To the CFO. Now to the CFO. Oh, my goodness. Right? It's this, so it's the same thing. It's the same situation. So now what happens when you get, oh, my goodness. What a bunch of idiots. I didn't even know this part. Yeah. I, I thought they were going to fix it. Let's put it back like it was. So they're just hopping to another cabinet that because has, that has, has a nothing rubber, to but, do. But has a Republican in it. That has nothing to do with firearms and has it doesn't include law enforcement, nothing. But let's look at this, because I told you the entire move from the Department of State to the Commissioner of Agriculture was based on who was there. And and the tendency is like, no, Chrisanne, come on, people are not that short-sighted. Now I'm telling you, the same NRA, the same Marion Hammer, who moved it in the dark of night to the Department of Agriculture is now fighting to move it from the Department of Agriculture to the CFO. Because there's a Democrat in office. Be, well, not just because there's a Democrat in office, but she's now begun targeting people mm-hmm. and trying to, uh, not trying to, but taking away their concealed yes. carry permits. Which, so, we, which, by the way, we said, we, we predicted mm-hmm. when we were we covering did. the election nonsense in Florida. I sat here and said, you know, and we said the Democrats going to, now we're going to have a Democrat mm-hmm. ag commissioner while everything else is Republican. And, oh, by the way, concealed carry permits are there in there watch her start confiscating permits and now that's exactly what's happening yep and so they want to do another idiotic move politically political move put it in the cfo what is what does cfo have to do with permits i want to know will the nra marion hammer own up to the fact that the reason that the permits are in the hands of the commissioner of agriculture in the first place is because of her I want him to know under that because now Nikki Freed, the Democrat who is in, who is the direct, who is the commissioner of agriculture now has declared war on our conceal and carry permits. She's declared war on this. Now here's the backstory for that. Under the commissioner of agriculture through Adam Putton, 
Putnam, it is alleged that 291 concealed carry permits were issued in error. Now, the whole thing is, is because the Department of Agriculture didn't have access to background check material. Because like, they're not law enforcement. Because they're not law enforcement. So some people got permits when they should have failed the background check that the Department of Ag didn't have access to, blah, 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 blah. Right? 291. Which, which why would they? Why, why, so why would they? So why would you move it there in the first place? Well. I got to let that rabbit run by. Anyway, so we have now 291. Now, there are over 1.9 million conceal and carry permits uh, issued in the state of Florida. 1.9 million. And Nikki Freed says, well, there's 291 of them that were issued by Adam Putnam's office in air. Now, there is some contention about whether that actually is an accurate number or not. We're not here to talk about the accuracy of that number. But the Department of Ag now is using that as an excuse. There's 291 people out there that are dangerous, that shouldn't have these conceal and carry permits. And so now we've got to fix that. So how are they fixing that, JC? They're going... With due process? No. No, not without, not with due process. They are sending out certified letters to certain concealed permit holders telling them that their permits have been revoked. Your permission your to permission exercise your right to is exercise your revoked. right is hereby revoked. Now we have up on on YouTube right now a copy, and I will post this on the Chris on ChrisAnnHall.com, this photo of this letter of this man. Who, who, by the way, gave the letter to to the media outlet without his name on it because he's afraid. He wants to get his conceal and carry permit back, but he's afraid that if he makes it public that he's the one that's upset, that the permission will not be granted, right? right. Because you can't tick off the king if you want his favor, right? And so according to the Department of Agriculture, Nicole Nikki Freed, this man... Uh, who received his conceal and carry permit in 2007. According to the Department of Agriculture, it says, on or about August 1, 2003, an injunction was entered restraining you from committing acts of domestic violence or acts of repeat violence. Therefore, 16 years later, your conceal and carry permit is hereby suspended. So if you think this is an error, you're going to have to tell us. But in the meantime, your conceal and carry permit is suspended because we think you're one of those 291 that should have never got it. Because in 2003, you, you are alleged to have had this restraining order. Now, restraining orders expire every year. So no. it, it could have been that the restraining order was up in 2004. And he didn't get the conceal and carry permit until 2007. So four years after the restraining order, he gets the conceal and carry permit. Well, now the uh, Department of Ag says 16 years after this injunction, we are suspending this. And no due process, by the way. You have to now prove yourself to be innocent. But it's, in fact, an injunction that never existed. It never existed. So this man who we are we can't know his name cuz he's afraid of th that you know of the of the retribution goes to his county clerk, gets a certified letter from the clerk of court that says this man never had an injunction. Now here's the catch. He went to the clerk of court to get this certified letter. They found out that he had no injunction, yet the clerk of court seized his concealed carry permit even though the clerk 
themselves knew that it was it, it was suspended in error. I'm just following the law, ma'am. I'm not here to decide whether it's right or wrong. I'm just following the law. I'm a long, long way from my home. And I'm going to change all the things I find. The Chris Ed Hall Show. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And we're talking about the quickest way you're going to lose your rights, and that's when you become uh, inattentive and apathetic about what's happening in your own backyard, distracted by what's going on in Washington, D.C. Who cares about H.R. 8, the federal gun confiscation laws, if your city and your county are doing it out and your state is doing it out from underneath you? So this man gets a letter from, the depi- from, from Nikki Reed, the commissioner of agriculture, who has already uh, a reputation before for being an anti-gun person, revoking his, right, his conceal and carry permit because it is alleged that he had an injunction 16 years ago. He goes to the clerk of court and finds out, no, I, don't, I never had an injunction. Well, he didn't find out. He knew he never had an injunction. He got the documentation to prove that he had an, never had an injunction. The clerk of court knew he never had an injunction, but the clerk seized his permit anyway and said you have to go through the process to get it back. That's how, that's how well they've been able to use the, the fear after the Parkland shooting thing. All, all this plays off that fear. Psychological warfare. Yeah. And so... You know, you would think probably several years ago, a clerk of the court in little Yulee, Florida, would say, oh, okay, no problem. Don't worry about that. You know, we'll we'll send this to the right places. Carry on. Right, now, exactly. Now, they're so stinking afraid of how they've been propagandized in, and, and the psychological warfare that's been used. Yet, well, they don't want to, they don't want to, uh, oh, man, what if this guy goes out and starts shooting up people or something actually happens and then no the guy's had a permit now he's been carrying this for 16 years years. there's been no problem what are you talking about but but they're they've been so brainwashed now because of these events that are used it's absolutely crazy so the same thing happened to the to the republicans in the legislature that's how they pass that stuff they use the psychological warfare of of these shootings and to to scare them into doing things that they Uh, say they stand against. Right, so that's why you have the bipartisan background check bill being bipartisan, which is, by the way, not just background checks. And that's what so many people are contacting their their representative and saying, why in heaven's name did you vote for this? Well, we need better background checks, blah, 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 blah. It's not just background checks, right? Well, this is proof of that. This is proof. The guy passed, you said the guy passed Mm -hmm. uh, the background check for the national background check right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. H- how'd that work out for him? So now, right, so he has, he they've seized his permit. He is now guilty. He's had no due process, by the way. They've revoked it without a hearing. Why? Because you don't have a right to due process for a permission. Right. You have a right to due process when someone is taking your right, but you don't have a right to due process when someone is taking a permission, okay? And that's what's happening. We've got to get this in our heads. Our governments have turned the right to keep and bear arms into a permission granted by them. 
We have, re- we have become a society of guilty until proven innocent. So this man who wants to remain anonymous because he wants to get his permit back. So he goes to, he goes to uh, send off this certified letter from the clerk of court saying, look, I have proof that I never had this injunction. I want my permit back. He sends it off. He gets a response. This is what it says. Thank you for returning the required paperwork. We're going to have to send this off to Tallahassee, which is the Florida State Capitol, for verification and filing. We'll send you a letter in three to four weeks to let you know when you can come back to pick up your permit. Permission. Your permission. Three to four weeks. They, uh, do you, did you notice it doesn't say if you can come back? Can I call it a permission slip? Isn't that the same thing it's as a permission permit? slip? I, I'm tired of saying permit. It's because a permission slip. It clouds the meaning because people have a different image of what that is. It's a permission slip. So your permission slip, so you can come back up and pick your permission slip up for your for your right to keep and bear arms. So they recognize that this is all an error, and he still has to wait three to four weeks. Seriously, come on, people. This is outrageous. This is guilty until proven innocent. You have no right to keep and bear arms in the state of Florida. No state has a right to keep. The people in no state have a right to keep and bear arms unless they are a constitutional carry state. And notice that the NRA's response, Marion Hammer's response, is not to fight for constitutional carry. It's to shift the location, shift the person from whom you get permission to exercise your right. We want to move the permission slip grantor from ag to the CFO. That's our solution. Get permission from some other government official to exercise your rights. It's time to wake up local and get charge of your own backyard. Our rights are being eroded and we're asleep. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.